welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 783. There, I said a little louder, thinking she hadn't heard me. But still she held me, twisting a little harder at my wrist. Vachette? I tried to turn my head to look at her, but from this angle all I could see was her leg. If the point of this is to hurt someone, she said, why should I let you go? That's not what I meant. Vashet pushed down harder and I stopped talking. What is the purpose of sleeping bare? She asked calmly. To incapacitate your opponent, I said. Very well. Vashet began to bear down with the slow, relentless force of a glacier. Dull pain began to build in my shoulder as well as my wrist. Soon your arm will be twisted from the cup of your shoulder. Your tendons will stretch and pull free of the bone. Your muscles will tear and your arm will hang like a wet rag at your side. Then will sleeping bear have served its purpose? I struggled a bit out of pure animal instinct, but it only turned the burning pain into something sharper and I stopped. Over the course of my training, I had been put into inescapable positions before. Every time I had been helpless, but this was the first time I had truly felt that way. The purpose of Sleeping Bear is control, Vachette said calmly. Right now, you are mine to do with as I wish. I can move you, or break you, or let you free. I would prefer free, I said, trying to sound more hopeful than desperate. There was a pause. Then, she asked calmly, what is the purpose of Sleeping Bear? Control. I felt her hands release me, and I stood, slowly rolling my shoulder to ease the ache. Vachette stood there, frowning at me. The point of all of this is control. First you must have control of yourself. Then you can gain control of your surroundings. Then you gain control of whoever stands against you. This is the Lathani. After the better part of a month in Hert, I could not help but feel that things were going well. Vachette acknowledged that my language was improving, congratulating me by saying I sounded like a child rather than just an imbecile. I continued to meet with Salian in the grassy field next to the sword tree. I looked forward to these encounters despite the fact that she thrashed me to the end of the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Joanna. I'm Nick. The um, hierarchy here that she reads out, the point of all this is control. First, you have control of yourself. Then you gain control of your surroundings. Then you gain control of whoever stands against you. This reminds me a bit of Maslow's hierarchy. Uh, the hierarchy of needs. And it also reminds me a little bit of like, and maybe this is me imprinting on it because of my own like struggles with mental health, but it reminds me a bit of like the, I don't know what I think of as kind of like the path to wellness, which is like, first you learn how to take care of and love yourself. And then you learn how to like tend your own garden. You tend the, like the things around you that you have small amount of control over. And once you feel like you have control of that, you can make steps to like change the wider environment. World. Exactly, but like the first thing that you have to do is manage your own shit. I, you know, that's, I think that makes total sense. I think that is probably related to the, because it also, it, it feels like quasi Buddhist to me too. Like the first thing you have to do is like master the self, gain, you know, have self control, have self discipline. But I will say that the thing that immediately sprung to mind for me when she said this was first you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the women. Uh, from Scarface, yes. so the hierarchy of okay. <laughs> the hi- hierarchy of a different set of needs. <laughs> but this is like this is what we were alluding to on yesterday's page. This is the 
philosophy of why like why anyone might learn the Catan and the Lathani, but why specifically Quoth needs to learn it. He has to learn how to control himself and how to like understand when it is appropriate to use power, right? Like, because Vashet is demonstrating like, well, yes, if the point of this thing is to incapacitate you, then I can totally do that. And I could like mangle you for life, but I'm not going to do that because that's not what we're here to do, you know? But I could if I wanted to. I find it interesting that like the the fighting techniques are about control. But if you think about their talking, like when they when they talk without hands, um like that's sort of about like that's not about control because both seems less in control, but also more aware when they do that. So I find it interesting that like the majority of like what the Adam are up to feels like it's about control, except that one thing. What? Sorry, are you referring to their hand talk? No, when they don't do hand talk, like when they're just speaking to each other, like when Quoth does the thing when, uh, like when you're specifically not supposed to hand talk. Oh, like when he's answering questions about the Lathani. Yeah, I think like, like even though everything else is about control, when you're speaking of the Lathani, it's not control. Yes, you speak from the heart. Control. You speak from like yeah. the the sleeping mind. I think that is significant. I think that's like. One of because I think the thing in Adam society is like it's not like forbidden to be to like not be in control, but the point of it is that like that is a maybe like a special or sacred state of mind. You should like if you're a vulnerable state, exactly. If you're going to be that open and and vulnerable, it should be under specific conditions and in service of a specific thing, right. Yeah, it's like singing, right? Singing isn't forbidden, but it is extremely vulnerable. Vulnerability, I think, is the is the watchword here. Mm-hmm. And like specifically, like not being, not mastering your own emotions, right? Like allowing your own emotions or your own kind of subconscious thoughts to have free reign is vulnerable. Maybe even, as we have often alluded, potentially dangerous. Hmm. I would posit that this is what Quoth has been after the whole time. That Quoth seeks power, but he also maybe he what he's sought so far is power and now he's learning the control for that power. But all of well, this is. Well, suppose so you have to have power in order to control it. Yeah, mm. but I think if you learn control first, then it's less dangerous when you do achieve the power, whereas Quoth seems to have gone the other way. But like that's everything he's always been after is control of his surroundings, right? Ever since that first and deadly loss of control where his family was taken from him. Yeah. And I don't know if Quoth could articulate that. And furthermore, no, I, don't think so either. I don't know if Quoth knows just how dangerous he is. Like, I forget who said it to him. It might have been Vashet or, or Tempe. You're like, you know, like it's as dangerous. Like Quoth is as dangerous as like a kid swinging around a sword, right? He has this power. He has like the power of naming. He has the power of sympathy. Uh, You know, maybe to an Adam mind, his musical abilities are a form of dangerous power, but he does not have the like self-discipline and self-control to understand how dangerous that power is and when it is appropriate to use it. And I think that is... Isn't that why Tempe started training him? Well, yes, exactly. learned that he... Yeah, once Tempe learned that he could Yeah, when magic. he saw him be all crazy in the in the camp. 
Yes, exactly. I think Te- Tebi was like, like you really need to learn the Lathani. <laughs> Yeah, and so putting it in that light, like I think Tempe never articulated that, or if he did, we aren't we don't learn. Like we don't we don't know that Shaheen ever finds out about his massacre in the camp, right? Mm-hmm. And if I'm wrong, don't tell me. But putting it in that light, it's like an extremely prudent thing to do. And Tempe absolutely did the right thing. He didn't just like flippantly start teaching mm-hmm. his buddy the secrets. It was like, oh, this needs to happen. Yeah, because this guy's like a walking nuclear said, bomb. <laughs> we need to like yeah. teach him how to use that power. I that's a good yeah. question. Did Tempe who if anybody besides Tempe in this community knows exactly what Cloth is capable of? Like it seems to me that if I was Tempe and I was on trial for exposing my culture's most dangerous secrets, I might tell my trusted master, "Look, this guy can do things that I've never seen a person be able to do. And he seems like a good guy, but I think he doesn't know just how dangerous he could be. And I think we need to try and teach him some restraint. I think that would be a convincing argument. I agree. But I also feel like maybe, maybe if, maybe if Tempe did tell Shaheen that, then that is why they keep both around. But also it feels like that would that would be too much quality communication to expect from anyone in the story. I don't think that's fair. <laughs> I think Quoth is not always a good communicator. I don't think that's true of everybody else. If there's anything I have learned from watching lots of fiction and television, it's that people on TV suck at communicating. People in reality also suck at communicating, but I feel like it's worse on television. And yeah, because if they are good communicators, there is no conflict. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Why can't people just get along? God damn it. Because because that makes for a boring story. You make a boring story. (laughs) Is there an example of a good show where they are good communicators? Uh, There's some slice of life animes that are good. I mean, I feel like there are shows where like characters learning that is kind of part of the arc. Like something like The Good Place, for example. A lot of that is like those people are learning to be better people and part of them learning to be better people is learning how to like communicate with the other people in their social circle. I was thinking yeah. like in Avatar, they do that too. Like Avatar, like The Last Airbender and Korra. Yeah, they do the whole like, was... we can't communicate. We're learning to communicate. Okay, now we can communicate. Yeah, I was just thinking of Avatar Last Airbender as well. And like Steven Universe, I guess, to an extent. Yeah. But it's, again, it's about that. It's about like learning to communicate and like, I really like the warm fuzzies of things that are all about learning to communicate. Although I suppose that's what's happening on this page too. Like if you think about the beginning of this page, they're learning to communicate. Yeah, very warm fuzzy uh, with (laughs) Vashit torturing her student. Yeah, I do like my my warm fuzzies about communication to be accompanied by like bone crunching martial arts. Yes. (laughs) It's it's a good like, you know, juxtaposition. Yeah. Yeah. Quoth is still being flippant, eh? Quoth is still... Like, I'd well, prefer to be free. Thank you. <laughs> well, I think he's trying to deflect. I think he's really scared and he's trying really hard not to show how scared he is. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, because it specifically mentions he's trying to sound more hopeful than desperate. Mm-hmm. There's a lot on this page of, like, Quoth saying a lot by not saying what he's thinking or feeling. Um, uh, like, at near the top of the page... Uh, like, that's not what I meant. Vashit pushed down harder and I stopped talking. And I think what's unspoken there is like, I stopped talking because it hurt too much. And I was scared that if I kept talking, she'd just break my arm or like pull it out of the socket. Yeah. It became clear to him that him speaking to her was not what she wanted. (laughs) Yeah. 
but he's not saying I was in agony, right? Because I don't think he wants to communicate that to the to chronicler and and uh, and fast. Is there anything else you want to talk about on this page? I'm out of notes. Just that this seems to be like in a, a no hard feeling situation. Like this, it's not like this. Based on what we see on this page after the Tildebrand, it's not like Fashion is holding a grudge here. This is just like an incident. Yeah, and it's like, he needs to learn this lesson, but I'm not going to, like, think less of him as a person. Yeah, we go straight from... It is directly uh, aggressive, not passive-aggressive. Yes, it is (laughs) active-aggressive. Yeah. Uh, We go straight from Vashit frowned at me to... uh, I could not help but feel that things were going well, Vashit acknowledged, so on and so forth. So it's like, this is sort of the last moment before the montage, where we kind of jump ahead and we we learn a bit more. I'm just looking ahead and I'm getting excited. So maybe we should wrap this page up. Yeah. You're excited because you get to read a poem on the next page. Yeah. You know, I love to read a poem. We all, we all love that. And listeners, you'll love it too on tomorrow's page. Uh, the way.